If you're trying to make a podcast that makes people giggle, a comedy podcast, something funny, it's probably not the best idea to start the podcast with a short tribute to your dead friend, but that's what I'm going to do anyway because I do what I want. And I'm recording this on what would have been my good buddy Jimmy Martin's 39th birthday. So I'm thinking about him. And I also hope that whatever I record today is the type of thing that would have made him laugh. I just want to say, buddy, I miss you. I miss you, Jimmy. I hope um, wherever you're at, you're doing good. Yeah, man, miss the hell out of you. Happy 39th. You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. This is the oddest censorship I ever experienced. I mean, there are a lot of words you can say whenever you want, you know? Well, we have more ways to describe dirty words than we actually have dirty words. They call them bad, dirty, filthy, foul, vile, vulgar, coarse, impure taste, unseemly, street talk, gutter talk, locker room language, Indecent, profane, obscene, blue, off color, risque, suggestive, cursing, cussing, swearing, and all I can think of was Hey, what up, everybody? It is I, your host. Welcome to happens when you party naked podcast it is i your host jason almy i am king stuff of funk mountain i'm ready to have an awesome episode let me tell you first about our sponsor liquid death everybody it's mountain water it's just it's just mountain water comes in a can um it's not alcoholic it's not filled with caffeine or artificial sweeteners or or normal sweeteners. It's not filled with sweeteners of any kind. It's mountain water. And so that's all that's in the can. But it's the best mountain water. It's better than any of the water that I've ever had. I like it the best. Uh, I think you will too. So what you need to do is you need to quit messing around with all of these other waters. Dasani, come on. What are you living in a trailer park? You know, you got no shoes. You just wear flip-flops every day. Get out of here with that. Uh, go get yourself some liquid death, get yourself some shoes, move out of your mom's basement, get a nice apartment. It doesn't have to be anything big, but just something that you can keep up with. You can keep it clean. You can keep it tidy. You can drink some liquid death out of a can. Cans are far and away the most recyclable container that you could possibly drink out of. So drink out of a can. Don't drink out of a plastic bottle. Don't drink Dasani. That's just terrible. Your credit score will go down by at least 100 points if you drink Dasani, period. People who drink Dasani have felonies on their records, at least two DUIs. I'm just saying, if you drink Dasani, I'm judging you. And I don't judge, but I'm judging you if you drink Dasani. So cut out the plastic, go with the cans. Liquid Death is the best. They've also got really awesome merch. So check out their hoodies, check out their sweatpants, check out their hats, um, liquiddeath.com. 
You can hit the link in the show notes. Use code PARTYNAKED at checkout. You will get two free koozies. Put the koozie pack in your cart. Use Party Naked. When you check out, you will get that free item. It's worth like 10 bucks. So you're getting a free item this month from Liquid Death for ordering. Put that koozie two pack in the cart. Use Party Naked at checkout. That is liquiddeath.com. We thank them for all of the delicious water they sent our way. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. We thank you guys for going and checking them out. And now for our show opening. In the interest of forthright disclosure, and if you couldn't tell from me bleeping out George Carlin, I think I'm going to go to hell when I die for that alone. This will be an entirely clean episode of happens when you party naked. There will be no vulgarity or profanity, which I will henceforth refer to only as filth flarn. There will be no mention of making giving or sweet, tender. In fact, there's not likely to be any mention of chicken tenders beyond this moment. We're endeavoring to clean up our act here at the shack as the Team Almy lawyers have convinced us that if we want to attract big corporate sponsors, the guys with all the money, we need to ensure that our comedic performance art no longer offends any human beings ever at any time. Even if they freely choose to listen to a show called Shit Happens When You Party Naked, which is clearly marked as explicit in all podcast directories. After all, nobody reads these notes anyway. If you wanted to read, what are you doing listening to a podcast? I mean, if you were particularly literate, you'd be reading this. You wouldn't be listening to this, right? As I was saying, we here at Team Elmi are desperately trying to sell out. As much as I appreciate the messages that I often receive telling me how funny I am, how insightful I am, how knowledgeable I am, how pleasant my voice is, or even how dashing and handsome I am, none of these irrefutable facts have enriched my bank account in any way. Of course, I appreciate Liquid Death for seeing the value and, dare I say, power in this podcast for some time now. Nonetheless, I have greater expectations than I have heretofore been able to realize via this podcast when it was a more raw and unfiltered work. Please accept that Dickens reference as a testament to my prodigious genius. In order to make myself filthy rich, suckling off the teat of vast corporate wealth, I have purchased an advanced AI software named Carlin, I don't know about that, to censor my speech in real time lest I ruin my fiscal prospects before I have a chance to sell this show to the consortium of Japanese businessmen that have expressed an interest in buying it, as long as I include a suitcase stuffed with my wife's used underwear. Utilizing leads connected to each of my temples, as well as an advanced algorithm engineered by Elon Musk's old college roommate, Carlin will anticipate my poor decisions even before I'm aware of them myself. In order to test this innovative and invasive new software, I will be reciting the notorious B.I.G.'s verse from the seminal 90s rap classic, Notorious Thugs. I'm reciting this from memory, by the way, folks as proof of my mental abilities. I'm not reading for this from a website online that I Googled, that I'm looking at, and my computer screen in front of me at all. I promise you, this is straight from memory. Biggie Smalls, what is 
possibly my favorite Biggie Small song, Notorious Thugs. The kids these days don't know about this stuff. This is like the 90s gangster rap. This is like mid, early to mid 90s. And I'm just, I'm so sorry that kids, it's been 25 years, kids don't know about this, but here we go. Armed and dangerous. Ain't too many can't bang with us. Straight up don't. Label us notorious. Thug plays that love to bust. It's strange to us. Y'all suck will be scrambling, gambling. Up in restaurants with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. Off and lots of gin. So much smoke need oxygen. Deadly counting them Benjamins. Player you should too. If you knew what this game would do to you. Been a shit since 92. Look at all the bull that I've been through. Choke off beef with you know who. Three female stars or two. Then a blue light. Do like Mike. Not to be with. Motherfucker better duck quick. Cause me and my dog love to buck. The luck is strictly aimed. No aspiration to quit the game. Spit your game. Talk your shit. Grab your Call your click. Squeeze your clip. Hit the right one. Pass that We got to like one. All them rappers I got to fight one. All them I got to like one. My situation is a tight one. What you want to do? Fight or run. Seems to me that you'll take the bone and big. Suck or die slowly. I'm going to tell you like a player told me. Cash roulette everything around me. Shit, lyrically. Suckers can't see me. Buy the Cook the Cut it. Know the before you call yourself loving it. Play with the bends. It doesn't it seem odd to you? Big come through with mobs and crews. Good fellas down to the mouth, though, dudes. Who's the killer? Me or you? We forgive you, for you know not what you do. All right, sounds like it's working. I, I gotta say, sounds like it's working. That sound that I shamelessly stole from Seinfeld means it's time for me to talk about the news. We'll be right back after this message. That other sound I stole from Seinfeld means we're back. I wonder, is there anything sillier than a podcast taking a break and announcing it? You don't need to announce that you're taking a break. Just take a break. You stop recording, then you do whatever you need to do, and then you start recording again. A modicum of editing skill and forethought will make it seem as if you never took a break at all. I recorded everything before this sentence three weeks ago, and you can't even tell that I took a three-week break. Here's some great news that I want to start off with. This is the first thing that really uh, strikes me. It's the first thing that stands out to me. The U.S. House of Representatives passed President Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus package in an early morning vote. And about y'all, but I myself am quite looking forward to Grandpa Biden and Aunt Kamala sending me a check for $5 on my birthday and spending the rest of that money bombing the sh** out of Syria. I can't wait to pre-spend my daughter's future income on cheaply made LCD televisions as a continued distraction from the fact that the U.S. is drone striking innocent civilians in an effort to prop up an industry that is destroying the planet while allowing the ultra-rich 1% of the 1% to accumulate more wealth in India, Nepal, Sri Lanka, and Bangladesh combined, while those of us who are particularly lucky get to continue on as their wage slaves. That's America's What could be more American than the government giving me money for nothing to spend on meaningless consumer goods built in a foreign sweatshop by child laborers? I'm here to tell you, if you didn't put together 317 pairs of Nike Air Jordans today, you are privileged. You can forget every other metric of privilege you learned about at college. You are privileged because you didn't put together Nikes today. You got to eat and you didn't assemble a single pair of Nikes. You didn't put a single stitch and a single airman at all today. Fantastic. I can't wait for more, more free money from the government. That's going to be really, really good. 
Uh, also big news among the anti-woke crowd. These these people love to complain about this stuff. I don't get it because this is kind of like a, doesn't really matter to me, but whatever. Some people like to cling to their childhood. Mr. Potato Head has transitioned to a gender-neutral potato person, no longer wishing to be referenced by gender-specific honorifics such as Mr. There will be a five-minute grace period beginning three days ago, after which time, if you refer to potato person with hateful and offensive language such as Mr. or Mrs., you will be immediately terminated from Carl's Jr., and all of your assets will be seized. This one's a little weird for me because in my day, calling someone a potato person was fighting words. You were going to get smacked for saying something like that to somebody. You weren't calling people potato person. You know, you were you just weren't going to do it. Somebody was going to tell you to stick up your dukes, and they were going to try to kick your teeth in for calling potato person. But nowadays, this is less offensive than just calling someone Mr. or Mrs. That's this is the world we live in. It's it's all good. You know what I mean? I can't wait to buy my daughter a potato person for Christmas this year. These things are going to rocket off the shelves now that they've removed that hateful language. I, I For me, it was inconsciousable, inconscionable, whatever that word is. I have a hard time pronouncing that one, but I wasn't going to buy my daughter a, a Mr. Potato Head or a Mrs. Potato Head. I'm going to buy her a... I mean, it's... It's more correct, too, because you think about the anatomy of a potato, right? I mean, it doesn't have it doesn't have any genitals. How do you know if that's a man or a woman? You don't. So let's just call it a potato person. It's a potato person, and let's quit being let's quit being hateful. Shit. New research published today in the New England Journal of Medicine has finally proven what World Health Organization scientists have suspected since this time last year. John F. Kennedy's cause of death has been officially listed as COVID-19. This revelation came to light when the fatal bullet recently came out and began identifying as a virus. Additionally, an Albuquerque man was caught smuggling 277 pounds of banned bologna into the U.S. from Mexico earlier this month. He was fined $1,000. Apparently, bologna made out of pork is banned because it can contain contaminants that might make people sick. Never mind the fact that this guy was hauling it in a hollow compartment in the back of his 1987 Chevy Blazer right next to his fuel tank for 150 miles in the blazing New Mexico sun. It's definitely the pork that's going to make you sick. What I love about this story is that this guy can say he was fined $1,000 for smuggling pork, and it's not like it's a euphemism for something else. He's not like trying to say something else. No, I was literally, I had a whole bunch of pork bologna. 277 pounds worth of pork bologna. And the reason why the federales could tell is because the back end of my car was dragging the asphalt, causing sparks to shoot everywhere. And I had a flat tire because I had 300, nearly 300 pounds of pork bologna in the back back there. I love it. I love it. I kind of thought we would have no more problems left in the world when we started busting people for smuggling bologna. I kind of thought we would we've solved the the war on drugs. By the way, congratulations are due to drugs for winning the war on drugs. We would like to congratulate here at happens when you party naked. We would like to congratulate drugs for winning the war on drugs. But I thought there's no way we're going to spend time and resources going after guys who are just trying to bring in some baloney to their communities so we can have some Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer can have some some 
competition in the marketplace, right? Oscar Mayer's running this joint, and it's all this, it's all this um, lobbying money spent in Washington D.C. by this uh, phenomenally wealthy Oscar Mayer brand that keeps these pork bologna makers out. They're pushing these people out of the market unfairly. They need to let these people into the market. And then you don't have guys paying $1,000 fines for driving through New Mexico. Can you imagine what the inside of this guy's car must smell like? Just for a second, think about what 277, we're not talking about somebody, they dropped a, a sandwich under the seat and forgot about it, right? That's no big deal. That's like an ounce of bologna. That doesn't 277 pounds of bologna in the back of your car. And who hauls 277 pounds? He's driving an old Chevy Blazer. I know it. It's a hollowed out compartment. The gas tank is right there. Can you imagine how the inside of that car must smell? You get inside that car. You Imagine picking a girl up for a date to go out in that car. And you open the door for her and it's just like, you know, like my brother used to work at Subway. And every time you go into Subway, it just smells fantastic. It always smells so good because they've got that bread. I guess they get it shipped in frozen or whatever. Because I know my brother, he's a bum. He wasn't, and he was even more of a bum back then. He wasn't like making bread from scratch and kneading it and like letting it proof out there. And and then be, this stuff comes frozen. They just throw it in these little ovens, but it works because the, the minute you walk into a subway, you know, it's like trash processed food. It's not good at all, but the smell of the baking bread like hits your nose. And for a minute, you're, you're fooled into thinking like, wow, like maybe this is going to be a culinary experience. It's not, but you, but, but for a moment you're like, wow, that baking bread smells really good. It's like baking bread. So he used to come home from Subway, and he he smelled so god-awful. He smelled like a dumpster. He smelled like old Indian food. He smelled awful. He smelled like, like an old ashtray that someone threw up curry chicken into. It. He smelled so god-awful, like none of my baby's diapers combined for Every one of her diapers has ever smelled this bad. It smelled so terrible. Every time he'd come home from this place, I wanted to hose him down in the in the in the driveway because he smelled so terrible. This is when we were living with my parents. So you can only imagine, or at least I can only imagine, knowing what he smelled like coming home from making sandwiches, tuna fish sandwiches all day. What this guy's got to smell like. When you open that door and and his date for the evening gets in that car and she's thinking they're going to have a nice time. They're going to go out to uh, Outback Steakhouse. They're going to have a Bloomin' Onion. They're going to go to the movies. They're going to watch whatever Mar- whatever schlock Marvel puts out. And then there you go, right? Nice evening. Bloomin' Onion plus Avengers or whatever. This is a good night, right? Nope. Boom. Suddenly you smell 277 pounds of banned pork bologna that that he this guy was was smuggling through the sun in this car beaten down on it's disgusting and i need to go throw up now holy guys i also thought uh it would be funny it would be funny if politicians gave speeches you know think about like a president's address state of the union or whatever some big I, i'm not talking about some uh rinky dink um superintendent you know super local politician i'm talking about somebody who's like state 
governor. I want a, a like a national, like a U.S. senator. I want a uh, like a president, a vice president to say a speech that's completely composed of lines from a single film. So you take lines of dialogue and not lines of dialogue from like a whole library of, of films, every film admitted into library of Congress or something like that for its artistic merit and, and like cherry picking the lines from a whole bunch of different movies. Just pick one movie, like big trouble in little China, one film. Okay. Now I've got all of the dialogue in this film to choose from. I've got to cobble together a speech that I'm going to give and I need to talk about what's going on in the world and I'm just going to use the dialogue from Big Trouble in Little China. I thought, what a wonderful challenge this would be for somebody who likes movies. If you like a movie, how are you going to cut up the lines from this movie, put them together so that it makes half a bit of sense? And so I did that for Big Trouble in Little, in Little China. I don't know if you guys know, but Big Trouble in Little China is hands down, far and away, easily in my top three favorite films of all time. That's the movie I'm taking with me to a desert island to watch over and over again. It never gets old. It just doesn't. I love everything about that movie. It's a perfect film in my opinion. And if you disagree, I don't want to hear about it. Don't at me on social media. I don't want to hear. Don't email me. I don't want to hear nothing. If you've got anything negative to say about Big Trouble in Little China, I, I don't want to. I Please come insult my wife. Talk talk. Sh- about my mother, but don't say anything about Big Trouble in Little China or we will fight. I promise you, we will fight. So I just thought, wouldn't it be funny to hear Joe Biden trying to give some some speech, but just using lines from Big Trouble in Little China? Everybody relax, I'm here. A brave man likes the feel of nature on his face. But a wise man has enough sense to get in and out of the rain. That was nothing, but that's how it always begins. Very small. You know, China is here. Chinese have a lot of hells. The Chang Sing, the Wing Kong, they've been fighting for centuries. But I can help you because I was born ready. I can see things no one else can do. Do things no one else can do. All I need is a woman, a special kind of woman, with dragon green eyes to make me whole again, young again. But Chinese girls do not come with green eyes. I'm a young man, a king, a warrior, entombed in this old man's crippled body. But here's to the army and the navy, the battles they have won. Here's to America's colors. Colors that never run. You people sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning. And if we're not back by dawn, call the president. May the wings of liberty never lose a feather. Thank you and good night. All right, guys. I want to say thank you for listening to this episode. I know it's been a short one. It's been a solo. It's just me trying out something new. In all seriousness, though, uh, the time has come for me to launch a Patreon for Team Almy Podcasts. Uh, we got a lot of things coming this year. I think this year is going to be a big year for Team Almy for podcasts, uh, for for what we're doing in Team Almy Podcasts. And uh, one of the first things we're doing is moving. We're moving 
happens when you party naked behind a paywall. We're going to take all the old episodes, all of the future episodes, and we're moving them behind our Patreon to make them private. I think it's the best thing. That way I can continue the podcast in a way that is unfettered, but also in a way that keeps it uh, separate and uh, uh, private, most importantly, private. So uh, happens when you party naked is going private. Uh, I really, really hope you guys will join the Patreon. We're going to have three tiers starting for $3.50 for a mere tree fitty uh, will be our first tier. I'm going to include merch with each tier. So depending on which tier you join, I'm either sending you stickers. I'm sending you a t-shirt. I'm sending you a box of Christmas. Uh, I'm sending Christmas cards to everybody like I do every year. So there's going to be some physical stuff involved in, um, the Patreon as well as, uh, very exclusive content. You're going to have access to the entire back catalog of Schweipen episodes, as well as future episodes will be released um, privately to Patreon and no longer on this RSS, unfortunately, guys, Um, because I want to keep going with them, but I got to keep them. uh, I got to keep them private. So there'll be a ton of benefit. You go to patreon.com slash team Almy. Team Almy, A-L-M-E, on Patreon, patreon.com slash Team Almy. You'll also be supporting the other Team Almy podcasts. We're going to be launching several new podcasts this year. We're going to be bringing Slimmer Circle back. Slimmer Circle, as you guys may have remembered, uh, or as you may remember, was um, a podcast focused on uh, mostly dietary, a little bit of exercise stuff, but mostly on um, being more healthy, a little bit of weight loss, but but focusing on being more healthy and um, improving your overall health uh, vis-a-vis the diet and, and exercise. We tackle different topics each week, things like superfoods and um, calories in versus calories out, keto. We're going to, we're going to answer questions about how you should proceed, um, you know, to, to be as healthy as you can be. And uh, so Slimmer Circle is coming back. We're going to keep that one going as an Inner Circle Podcast Network presentation, although we may move that into its own RSS. So Slimmer Circle is coming back for weekly um, nutrition topics. We're also going to be bringing you a new podcast called Duck Diabetes. It is a diabetes-related podcast, and it's going to feature narrative medicine. If you guys haven't heard of narrative medicine before, narrative medicine is sort of a holistic branch of uh, treating the individual, but it, but hearing the story too, right? Finding out where a person is. It's sort of based on um, behavioral cognitive theory, trans-theoretical model, which is uh, determining where someone is in terms of stages of change, but you've got to get the person's story, right? So it's it's not um, a cookie cutter, one size all uh, medicinal treatment. You have diabetes, here's your prescription for glucophage, go fill it, try not to eat too much carbs, keep an eye on your blood sugar and have a happy life. That's easy enough to do in 60 seconds. If a doctor's in a hurry, that's what you get. But with narrative medicine, we try to hear people out. We try to hear their story. We try to figure out where they are. Um, we try to 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 uh, assess what their attitudes and cognitions might be about um, their particular you know, health focus, health status, disease state, et cetera. And this one, duck diabetes, is going to be focused on 
diabetes. Of course, I'm a type 1 diabetic, as I have mentioned a few times on the show. You guys may know I'm a type 1 diabetic. So this is a, a topic that's near and dear to my heart, and I'll be talking to other diabetics on duck diabetes about their experience being diabetics. The tagline for this show is don't let all the pricks get you down, right? And that's a reference to all of the times you have to prick your fingers or all of the shots that you have to take. And the idea being that a chronic disease like diabetes can be a lot to manage. It's it's daunting and it's lifelong. It doesn't go away. And so it's a, it's an awful lot. And I think um, more than anything, I just want to encourage people to stick with it and to focus on the positive, even though there's plenty of pricks there's plenty of pricks with diabetes, right? But don't let all the pricks get you down. You know, you got to do what you got to do to manage that condition, but it's not the worst thing that can happen to you. And so I'm going to talk to diabetics, but it's not going to be one of these depressing, I got to hear about diabetes once a week, every week, listen to this guy's podcast. It's going to be upbeat, but it's going to be, uh, again, it's going to be fairly clean. It's going to be people's experience. So whatever they went through, we're going to talk about, but at least it won't be uh, primarily scatological humor. So we got duck diabetes and slimmer circle coming, and those are going to focus on the health aspects, narrative medicine, and uh, nutrition topics. So they're going to be very informative. I really hope you guys are going to listen to these. I've also got a pet project that's going to be coming on March 30th called Avocado Cafe, and that is going to deal with a, a classic anime and manga series from the 80s. It's it's 100% retro vibe. That's the whole thing. It's a retro vibe. It's a pet project for, my, for me. I don't know. I'm trying to dig up a few sponsors for that now, but I don't know if it's going to be like a niche when it, within a niche. It might be too niche for anybody um, really to want to wanna get behind sponsorship-wise, at least at first, until they see the numbers. But uh, for me, it's a pet project. I don't care if nobody listens to Avocado Cafe. I'm doing it anyway. And that's going to be another uh, another great effort that I, I really hope you guys will, will check out. If anything, it might be an excuse for you guys to revisit the classic anime, uh, Kimagure Orange Road. And, um, and that's going to be fun for me too. Cause that's, that's a, um, an anime that I like watching every decade or so. And, um, do the, if, if for no other reason, the soundtrack slaps, absolute banger of a soundtrack. I got them vinyls. I ordered, they're coming straight in from Japan. I got seven vinyls for this series ordered. Um, that's how good the soundtrack is. I don't own a record player. I'm gonna have to buy a record player in April to be, even be able to play these records when they come in. But it's just pure 80s vibe. It's the 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 most perfect retro vibe you're ever gonna you're ever gonna hear. So guys, we got more podcasts coming. We're gonna have more of the happens when you party naked. It's gonna be behind the paywall. It's gonna be behind Patreon. I hope you guys will follow me over there. Patreon.com team Almy. I love you guys very much for that. Speaking speaking of uh, other podcasts. Oh yeah. I am Inner Circle, and so are these guys. We've got several killer podcasts on the Inner Circle Podcast Network. we got podcasts like Sam PC, that's Simmons and More Podcast. We've got Hashtag No Offense. We've got The Plunge. We have Failing Hollywood. We have The Hood Diner. I know you guys love The Hood Diner. What is up? And we got a new addition to the crew. These guys are one of us, the untrained eye. Feels so good to say. I love saying we got the untrained eye in there. 
But we got the untrained eye. We got the untrained eye. We added them to our crew. Welcome aboard, y'all. And uh, we're just going to keep this train rolling, guys. Check out innercirclepn.com to hear any of those other fine podcasts. These are good people. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of Happens When You Party Naked. Really appreciate you guys doing so. And please, patreon.com slash me to get all future episodes as well as all past episodes of Schwiping. It's been a fun three years. You know, this is my three-year anniversary. I've been doing this for three years now, and it's been a fun three years. I'm looking for many more years, and uh, hope you guys will ride with me. I do appreciate you, whether you do or not. Thank you for listening this far. Low voice. I was in the crib when my balls dropped. Earthquake when they hit, bro, they split rocks. Now my girl's hotter than that summer asphalt. If she turned me down, God knows that it's her loss. Baby, what's your number? Baby, what's your name? I'm about to head to my house, you should do the same. I know you like the way I rap, how I spit game. Got you coming back like I'm crack cocaine. Just a regular dude, well, I might be. See, I don't even really care at all if you like me, so I might as well just tell you the truth. So, despite me, if it makes you happy, well, it can't be that bad, right? I'm seeing crows peeking through my window all day and night, so I'm.